What's up, everybody, and welcome to Gaming History 101, the retro video games podcast on the All Games Radio Network, every Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern. I am one of your hosts. My name is Fred Rojas, and joining me uh, from the, uh, the oh, God damn it, I screwed <laughs> oh, it up we again. We did research. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I did do the research. I just forgot where, where the places were called. I was trying to think of the, the Hive area in Gears 2, but anyway. What? Is it, is, I thought it was called The Hive, wasn't it? Okay, from The Hive, it's Jam Elias. How you doing, sir? I'm doing very good, Fred, tonight. And uh, I think it's important to mention, Fred, that tonight's show is sponsored by another fantastic show on allgames.com, which is 42 oh, Level yes. 1, ah. uh, which, which, which features just before this show um, at 7 p.m. Greenwich Mean Time. Uh, 4.30 p.m. Eastern, I got That's you. it, yeah, 4.30 yeah. p.m. Eastern time. Um and, and you guys should check that show out this week. Um, yeah, go listen to it on iTunes, or if you, if you were there for the fun. Um, they had a co-host, but not a co-host. There was a special guest this week who was talking crap and just shouldn't be on the show. But he shouldn't be there. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. He's kind of a snarky prick. I don't know. Yeah, about absolutely. Him. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... yeah. But we talked Silent Hill, um, the film, ah. not the um, not the games, not the games. Oh um, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but lots of fun stuff to be had there because those guys, those guys, those two Scots, those are cool guys. Yeah. Ali and Andy. Fantastic. You know, guys. Despite despite the, the names being far too similar, they those they're great personalities. They talk. They don't just talk um, gaming. They talk obviously um, a great feature where they talk about uh, films, uh, gaming films at the moment. But they are going to be branching off soon to go talk about sequels. But they also talk about comic books, which is another interest. Um, that's um, they, those guys really cover that really in depth as well. I really like that. Uh, and just kind of like you know pop culture and stuff. Um, you know, really cool things. Yeah. So go check those guys out because um, we want to get them to number one. Yes, because they're, they're British. <laughs> well, oh man, I think that's fighting words because they're English, they're they're pondish. I don't know, <laughs> shit. Uh, but yes, definitely check them out. They are. Uh, I don't want to call them our opening act because that implies that uh, they're 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 not of our quality or caliber, which is oh, oh, no, no, completely no. incorrect. Um, but they are uh, immediately before us because they they go to the European crowd. But anyway. Um, yes, yes. So you can check everybody out at allgames.com or, of course, 42Level1 can be found at 42Level1.com. That's 42L-E-V-E-L-O-N-E.com with Andy, Andy, and Andy. Three great guys. <laughs> <laughs> and their guest, Andy, number two. Now, um, anyway, love you guys. Uh, all right. Well, this week... Something came out today, which uh, so far I have not been seeing a lot of people talking about. Um, have <laughs> it's you? It's gone completely under the right now, haven't you? I've, I've seen one review. <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's crazy. There are two other reviews that came out today that are getting a lot yeah. more attention. Um, mm. One of them, which, to keep it retro, is the Mega Man Anthology Collection, which has hit your Xbox Ones, your PlayStation 4s, and your Steam's. Uh, that can be had right now and apparently get out of town 
this people tend to like it <laughs> if they like the old Mega Man's. But uh, anyway, I'll be picking that up and giving it a try. But uh, this week has been somewhat of a bear for me, getting everything set up. Hope you guys are working your your way uh, along the Metal Gear Solid 3 track. If you're not, the videos are starting to go live. Um, I believe sometime late tonight, I will have the uh, video that gets me all the way up to... Um, how do I put this? The cave sequence with Eva. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's, best. Way that's to put a it. good that way to no put it. No other way to describe it. <laughs> yes, yes. So uh, I would, I would like to say final stretch there. Um, I'm definitely closer to the final stretch, uh, in my game. Actually, I forgot. There's one hell of a final stretch after the game apparently ends. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, we've got uh, that one's going to be two hours long and I want it. And that's part five. I want to say we'll probably wrap it up by part seven, probably another four hours or less of gameplay. I have been kind enough to edit out all of the deaths for you, um, which I, I will talk about on the show. But uh, I, I saw some with uh, the fear and the fury. They were my two uh, thorns in my side for this playthrough. Um, and I managed to take out uh, the end, classic style, um, oh, yeah. in about 40 minutes. So that can be boring. That's in, I believe, part four, probably in the middle. So you may want to skip through that. But if you want to see how to track and kind of willy-nilly take out the end without having the patience that is probably required, um, <laughs> that'll give you a feel for it. Anyway, um, all right. So... So yeah, so uh, but the game we're talking about is Gears of War. <laughs> yeah, the, the game series. The say, Ultimate yeah. Edition has hit on the Xbox One. It will be coming to PC, but it did not come out today. That has no. been. Um, it's coming out later, <laughs> I guess is what I've been told. So uh, I can't help but feeling the PC version is going to get more um, press than this version. <laughs> and I'm not quite sure why, because I think the game's yeah. going to run and look exactly the same on PC for a mm. change. Um, I think people aren't prepared to expect that out of Microsoft first party. Um, there's a chance Tomb Raider will be better and stuff like that. And this is getting a little bit more into uh, modern game talk. But but yeah, uh, it, it is a rehash of the original game. It has been upscaled to, or it has been up-resed to 1080p 60 frames a second. It includes some of the modes we'll be talking about tonight because we are going to be talking about the entire Gears of War series. Um, that were not in the original game. And it also features uh, the elusive PC Brumach battle, Brumach battle level, so... Which should shock nobody is not all that enticing, but anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, and, and again, there can be a debate to be had as to whether or not this needed to be made at all. Um... And uh, for those following Retro News, backwards compatibility on Gears of War 1 is now working for those in the preview program, and it will go live this November. So if you don't want to buy the Ultimate Edition, 
you're good. Now, there is one benefit of buying the Ultimate Edition, though, Jam. I think it's only on the digital version, but if you buy mm-hmm. it, it's 40 bucks. Yeah. It will unlock Gears 1, 2, 3, and Judgment as digital mm-hmm. copies for you that will all be backwards compatibility uh, compatible and working when that goes live in November. So, Which is pretty cool if you don't already have those games. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a trend that I like to see that hopefully people are going to continue to do. Less of a promotional thing, although I'm sure that's how they pitched it but a little bit more of the do we really have to remake the entire trilogy and do all that budget to bring out this one game now there's a flip side of that argument that says why don't you just remake the trilogy but you know what the hell mm-hmm. um, and Taiwan says the original looked gorgeous do we really need an <laughs> hd version no because the original was an hd version and we will get talking about that too but uh real quick mm-hmm. i have a couple of quick announcements um, first one, thank you all of you who wrote in uh, the top 10 Sega CD stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. At the zero hour, we got up to seven entries. I wanted 10, uh, and I think I can get 10. Um, but now we are within the 48-hour window of me going to PAX Prime, which is going to be the bigger factor in why I'm not going to be able to do that yet. So the community top 10 will come um, next week. Uh, probably right after our game club show (laughs) Um, (laughs) in uh, early September. And I do have to announce, much like most game studios these days, that uh, Cron CD has been very temporarily delayed. It's probably going to be more like um, second week in September uh, before I have it ready. You're a busy guy. I have plenty of footage. I just haven't assembled it. And the editing portion is what really nails you. But... In that time, I did get an arcade duo for my PC Engine duo, which means I am now capable of playing every single PC Engine game, uh, <laughs> no matter what it is. So that's good. Uh, do you know what this is, Jam? This is a, it's a stupid cart you have to put into your already existing, fully updated firmware PC right. Engine CD, and it's only for the Japanese consoles. You cannot do this with a TurboGrafx CD. And it's a handful <laughs> of arcade games, well, quote-unquote arcade games, um, that only run with this extra RAM. It gave you 17.5 kilobits of RAM. That's how little it was um, in the upgrade. Uh, but that was massive because it was only 2 kilobits of RAM before. So that was a huge jump for the... Uh, for the PC Engine Duo, but it allows you to play things like Fatal Fury had a port, um, and uh, so did uh, Storaida had a special port, and so it allows me to play those. But anyway, so yeah, so there's that. Uh, but in the meantime, Metal Gear uh, con- week continues. Uh, I was a little behind on the getting caught up with the story. Uh, it should have gone live today at 11, and it didn't. It's in draft status. I don't know why. Uh, noticed that when I got home, when I saw Jam's Streets of Rage article, you should definitely check out, uh, that was supposed to be the second article going live today, and it was the first. So I'll have to look into that, <laughs> but it's been very busy at work, too, because they know I'm ramping up to leave. So I've had, like, zero time. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, bear with me, guys. It's coming. So. Mm-hmm. Voss 5 says, sorry, I've never even seen a series. Right. <laughs> That's fair. You're good, man. Um, but uh, anyway, um, so yeah. So on the plus side, that's it for the the information. We will have one special mm-hmm. announcement at the very end of the show, but it is just podcast-based, so we're good. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, anyway, all right. What say we talk about some Gears of War? Gears. Gears. <laughs> Actually, that's making it Metal Gear-ish. 
<laughs> I don't even know how Gears of War was ever like. Did it have like an announcer thing? It had that weird trailer before it came well, out that was recently remade. The, yeah, that the the Mad World trailer, mm-hmm. which uh, with uh, yeah Gary Jules who who covered that um, Tears of Fear song basically. Yes, <laughs> um, which was by the way, Food for Four. Uh, that song, Fred, was the Christmas number one in um, the UK the year it came out. Because you know, because we like depressing things over here. Yeah, that's <laughs> uh, you and fucking Morrissey, man. Like that's a feel good song of the year. We always right just there. kill ourselves. We don't want to say. <laughs> I'm doing it horizontally because I, I don't just know. don't care that much. Really, uh, worst fuck. Christmas ever. <laughs> <laughs> we like know. to play Christmas at Ground Zero by Weird Al Yankovic and try to be ironic. And if you've never heard that song, you really should look it up. <laughs> but um, anyway, uh, so so yeah, so Gears of War... Um, Launch title, launch window yeah. title for um, the Xbox uh, 360, uh, but definitely probably one of the more notable titles. Although unlike a lot of launch titles, it comes with a pretty strong pedigree. So, just for posterity's sake, it came out on November seventh, two thousand six, in America. Uh, you guys got it over in Europe on November seventeenth. Um, Australians got it. So Saiwan, our, our natural-born Australian, <laughs> and uh, Sparky Kestrel got it on the 23rd, uh, 2006. And then, of course, Japan, but who cares about Japan, got it on uh, January 18th. Um, <laughs> thank you, Voss. Voss is going to give Night Trap one point. <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, but real quick, I, uh, Jam, if you don't mind, I want to talk a little bit about, one, the launch window of the Xbox... Yeah. 360 <clears throat> just to kind of describe what it's going up against mm-hmm. and then talk a little bit about epic and where they were at at that point um but uh now i know you've answered this before so i'm really just kind of baiting the question out of you but did you get a 360 at launch i i didn't but i played this game at launch so. okay so <laughs> you you had a way to play it yeah okay um, was it a big deal? Like when, like, did you anticipate it? Like, were you watching it? Uh, Games Press was definitely in full effect at this point. Mm. Well, the the funny thing for me is, I was um, I was at university at the time when this game launched, so I was more interested in chasing women and drinking too much beer. And I, it's, it's it's actually amazing that I even knew what a game was. No, not top, your teenage years. Your college <laughs> oh, sorry, years. No, I'm kidding, oh, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, um. But um, in all seriousness, yeah, my my a friend of mine, um, he had a 360, and um, and he was mad about he was he was hotly anticipating Gears of War, which that was kind of my uh, I didn't really know a lot about it. I didn't really see much coverage over here actually. In all honesty, apart from that terrible Gary Jules uh, trailer, but, <laughs> so, but, but I almost want to play that song now. <laughs> so, um, but uh, <clears throat> okay, so um, now were you aware of? I don't know how how deep were you in. Uh, developer knowledge like were you aware of epic were you really yes. into enthusiast press like did you know their their work and... okay yeah uh, i knew the origins of gears that it was um originally it was the tech over of the unreal free engine wasn't it so at least the well, it concept. actually goes even farther back right, but yes, okay. yes 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 uh it, you're you're not wrong actually let's just jump uh, i'll just mention it yeah. because it's not there's no story behind it but yes um originally gears was um pitched in 2001 as uh oh what was it called it was called unreal warfare Mm -hmm. 
And um, yes, you're right. It was a proof of concept to see if uh, how Unreal was going to work later on in time. But originally, it did show its face behind closed doors. And when I say behind closed doors, I don't mean convention behind closed doors. I mean behind the fucking closed doors of Epic. <laughs> it was supposed to be a, a, a war-based spinoff to the Unreal Tournament um, concept. Mm-hmm. Complete with uh, bots, few single-player modes. Um, <clears throat> it, uh, it, it, was, it was going to be very similar to, as my knowledge understands, uh, Time Splitters, what, two, three? Which one was the one that was almost all war uh, um, bots? Like, there really oh. wasn't a campaign. It was just like. Scenarios. That was the first one. That was the first one. Yeah. So, yeah. And so I think this, uh, and that makes sense, actually, because this yeah. 2000, 2001, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and it got scrapped. They yeah. decided uh, they, it, it had some mechs in it, it had some humans, and it had. Um, Characters that would later become the it's the locust, right? The locusts are the bad guys. Yep, that's it. Um, they would later become the locust, but they didn't really resemble it much in that early demo. But uh, but yeah, so so there's that. But you are correct at GDC 2005, um, uh, Gears was shown off as a uh, Unreal Three showcase, mm-hmm. uh, and people didn't know it was going to be a game yet. So they thought it was a tech demo. You know, kind of like the yeah. meat cube and stuff like that. There, there are lots of times where tech demos are shown off and don't become games. Uh, what's up, Quantic Dream? Thanks for making all those. Um, <laughs> but then other people like Epic uh, make games. Uh, but Epic said that that's part of their company culture where they never scrapped anything. So yeah. um, <clears throat> now for me, um, I was not familiar that familiar with um, uh, with epic at the time mm-hmm. so i did not play time splitters sorry not time splitters Ugh, unreal <laughs> tournament i did not play unreal tournament um i know it was you very popular it. on pc uh <laughs> jill of the jungle did you play that what <laughs> jill of the jungle no Remember i that? did not play jewel of the oh, jungle no. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> am i missing out yes you are right just okay <laughs> now i have played i had played jazz jackrabbit uh oh, that's okay yeah good old was. cliff cliffy b blazinski's <laughs> first work uh when he fucking looked like that kid who used to try to beat my ass at the bus stop every day and cliff's not a big guy and neither was this other kid that's why it was kind of funny that he tried but uh but yeah yeah i remember when cliffy b first hit the scene we were uh we're not roughly the same age but we're within I don't know. I think we're all within a decade of each other. He's got more money than us, I think, though. Um, but anyway, <laughs> oh, so okay. yeah, so Gears comes out, and you didn't see, um, <laughs> uh, you didn't see uh, much on this. But then it came out, and your buddy was hyped by it. Did he show it to you, and that's uh, that's what hyped you on it, or? Yeah, he he was crazy about showing me all like the coverage, the footage, you know, all like the demo stuff that because he was really big into kind of uh i think well we might as well say yeah game trailers that 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 website at the time yeah and it, yeah. he was mad about show, he always used to show me everything of like what all the you know the new especially because because we have to remember um, back in 2006 so the next gen stuff was uh, the internet was starting to really boom really in terms of game coverage and the magazines were starting to start to fade out really in terms of people were losing more interest and everyone was just getting all their gaming information from online at least over here anyway but right um, right 
so yeah yeah he was huge into science so yeah, he showed me like little boring things like oh look at this little story snippet and i was like that's just the big guy with massive muscles <laughs> <It's just> a... <laughs> yeah i should point out like the cover of the original gears of war you there i'm here, I'm here yeah okay all of a sudden i've got some uh some waves some mm -hmm. some interference coming from your mic sir oh there we go you got it okay yeah we're good um but uh yeah the original gears of war cover is fantastic so first of all marcus phoenix looks like he's wearing a beanie mm -hmm. um and he's all just kind of crouched down and he's got these like yeah it's like it's tree trunk arms tree trunk legs yep. no <laughs> neck <laughs> yeah absolutely the body of a fucking mystic if you've ever seen the dark crystal um mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh uh uh, and uh, uh, it's it, it, they look very interesting. Um, although the Unreal Tournament guys kind of look this way, not yeah. quite as buff, but uh, the Unreal Engine That's has funny. always had a way with stuff <laughs> like this. So, um, but uh, but and then there's of course Dom and uh, Carmine on the cover, and then there's flames uh -huh. behind it in like a V. Um, the pyre of war, if you will. Um, but uh, anyway. Going into hell. What? It's just like radio. going into hell, basically, is what they saw the impression I got when I saw this cover. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, but uh, but yeah, it, uh, it, was, it was intriguing at first. So, um, uh, sorry, real quick, Jam, to jump back. Yep. Uh, the Xbox would premiere uh, late spring of 2006. Five? No, maybe it was five. I'm an idiot. It's five. Oh, it's five. Yeah. Yeah. And so this comes out a year later. So it's not launch window. But in that no, first no, no. year, there were some pretty strong pedigree games and some killer launch titles um, for the 360. Uh, mm -hmm. If you're a sports guy, I think Fight Night 3 would be very difficult to not find quite intriguing. Do you remember that? Do you remember Fight Night? The graphics? Boxers getting yeah. punched, sweat everywhere. <laughs> Sweats. Uh, I could not I could not figure out the fucking controls on that game. But for me, um Call of Duty 2 was surprising. I was yeah, never was a metal great. Yeah, I was never a Medal of Honor fan or anything like that. Not because I didn't think they were good. I actually need to go back to them. I never played them. Mm. Uh, so here's this Call of Duty 2 game, you know, much like Street Fighter 2. It's like, where's Call of Duty 1? Who cares? It's probably on PC. <laughs> um, and I play it, and I just get just sucked in, right? Um, you, you'll have a hard time going to Medal of Honor um, from, that, from that. Oh, yeah, I know. But I'm going to give it a go, right? PlayStation 1 game. <laughs> uh, but, uh, uh, right? That's Medal of Honor. Yeah. Yeah, 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 the first one was, and that was one. that same team. They would go on. They yeah, nine, yeah, they, they were the 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 old Call of Duty people. Yeah, um, and then uh, there was also Condemned. Blew my mind. Yeah, this. But I would all, love to go back and revisit that someday. Yeah. Intent nudge nudge. Anyway, um, but that that was very. I didn't think that people at the time were that impressed by the game. I think nope. that got a better audience later. Oh yes, so. yes. Condemned did not do very well right off the bat. Mm. Um, and I want to say this was about the same time we got Dead Rising. It wasn't launched, but it was close. It was right. Dead um, Rising was around there. Yeah, it, it came out a little bit later. That that was the first sort of 360 game. I think that really really impressed me because of the amount of enemies. Oh, yeah, on Dead the Rising was summer 06. So yeah, that was that was yeah. around this time. But 
And and there's probably plenty of other games I'm not mentioning. Let me check. Well, the, the rare games. There's cameo. I know people oh, don't yeah. don't like it, but there's um, Perfect Dark. Perfect Zero. Dark Zero. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, when rare cared cared still. <laughs> what? <laughs> I said when when rare cared still. <laughs> yeah, or when Microsoft cared about rare still. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, but and cameo was a gem. I loved yeah. cameo. Um. Mm. But anyway, the 360 kind of hits pretty strong outside of the gate. Um, and leading that forefront was Gears of War, even though it wasn't out yet. Um, as Jam said, GDC 2005, they show off the Unreal 3 engine. Now, this is significant because, if you're not aware, Unreal 3 pretty much was the engine behind almost every pretty decent uh, third-party <laughs> studio game you played. And basically everything that didn't play on the PlayStation 3 until that one guy ported it over in 2009. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I mean, Jam, you, you're aware of this, right? Like, there, just everything was on yeah, Unreal everything's 3. unreal. Yeah. Uh, Mass Effect is fucking unreal. Yep. Too <laughs> Human was Unreal Engine, even yep. though Silicon Knights didn't want to admit these lawsuits. to it. <laughs> so, um, that was a massive milestone. And I thought Unreal games looked pretty good, especially early on. Um, they might have gotten a little rougher later on in time, but... Uh, but they looked great, and again, they didn't run too swell on the PlayStation 3 right away, but uh, some guy worked on how to properly port it over to the PlayStation 3, <laughs> yep. and in 2009, when they do that, um, Unreal games pretty much work simultaneously on both consoles, no problem. So, um, but uh, and, and that flagship was Gears of War. Mm-hmm. So, um, so then Gears of War comes out, um, and we've already heard... Uh, Jam's quick intro to it. Uh, for me, I had just gotten my first... Oh, we should also point out, uh, the Xbox 360 was going to ship with 256 megabytes of VRAM, video RAM. Right. Mm-hmm. On the, uh, the the Xenon processor or whatever. Um, oh, yes, Simon Belmont's also throwing out there uh, yep. Ridge Racer Ridge. 6 and Quake 4. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't speak to Ridge Racer 6. Quake 4, definitely. Um, I liked it. And yeah. it came with the Quake 2 60 frames per second. Yes, it does. And I <laughs> suck at that game. Oh, I tried <laughs> yeah. playing it for like a half an hour. But at least I have it, right? Um, but uh, uh, but uh, anyway. Um, so, so they were going to make it 256 uh, megs of RAM. And at the zero hour... Um, I think it was Cliff Blazinski who said it, but it might have been Rod Ferguson or somebody else from Epic. Basically, I had a meeting with Microsoft and said, we cannot achieve 720p on the Xbox 360 with, um, with 256 megs of RAM. We need 512. Uh-huh. Uh, this doubles a certain portion of the budget and costs Microsoft millions and millions and millions of dollars when they make this request. But it's an extremely smart request um, because it's basically responsible for the reason why every 360 game was at least 720p. And Jam, I don't know about you, but at the time, people were kind of bitching about it. Almost everybody who had a 360 at launch, in my opinion, at least around here, was playing it on standard def. Yeah, yeah. No, that was the same here. Um, my, my friend, we had it. We were playing on a standard, an old CRT TV, TV still until, until he upgraded. <laughs> yes exactly mm-hmm. um but uh but yeah like uh like 
yeah, the uh, uh, that was that was a big part of it, right? And and remember, mm-hmm. early games like Dead Rising had really small subtitles because they didn't <laughs> factor in if you were playing it in 480. It's not much better when you put it. <laughs> no, it's really not. You need a very large screen. But at the time, uh, my co-host Hefe and I, we were doing a podcast at the time. Um, no, we weren't. We were just two nerdy gamers in school. That's right. Uh, he called me up and Walmart had this blowout sale and I ended up getting a 42-inch plasma. Oh, a little more fuzz there. Damn. Still that better? Oh, there we go. You got it. Yeah. Oh, 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 it's back. Please excuse our technical difficulties. Hopefully the other 150 shows where we didn't have any will, will help. Oh man, yeah. it's getting louder. It's getting madder at me. Louder. Wait, wait. It's gone. There you go. <laughs> it's gone. Okay. Sorry, buddy. That's <laughs> no, alright. Ah, um, oh, there it is. Wait, it's gone. Uh, <laughs> it's not the show it's gonna be. It's gonna be. It's there. It's there. It's gone. It's... Well, if it? other people can't hear it, that's fine. But I think other people can't hear it. Okay, I think we're good. Oh, oh, oh. It's back, and it's me. It's mad. We need to I take a break. Mine, <laughs> really? I don't think it's me. Hold on, guys. We're going to pause the show for a sec. All right. I think we got it figured out. But anyway, um, so yeah, they would make that decision and that, that would be paramount. Um, oh, it's back. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting trolled here. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Let me just try and... Yeah, one sec. Hold on. Wait, wait. It's gone now, I can tell you that, but... Um, I'm just trying, <laughs> just looking at my settings and stuff and doing the, the, the usual troubleshooting. Yeah, no, you're good. <laughs> Let's try that. <laughs> yeah, it does have the, the familiar hum of a beat. Boss is getting down. But um, does this have like the Battletoads music? <laughs> it's it's no, it's not quite Battletoads awesome, but it's it's all right. It just sounded like aliens were going to come take you away. But is that better? See? So far, nothing's making noise. Um, Tiger Claw, listen to the show. We're explaining <laughs> it. Oh, yeah, damn it! Here it comes again. Hold on, hold on, guys. Uh, all right, I think we might have ironed it out, but we, we'll see. Right as I say that, it'll come back. But anyway, um, but yeah, that 512K uh, meg of RAM uh, was very expensive, but it did usher in HD, which everyone thought Microsoft was insane for, right? Everyone thought it was going to be a feature that not everybody was going to use. Mm-hmm. Um, ha ha. Uh, it also will help them later on down the line because Skyrim and various games like that will need the full 512 whereas Sony chose to split it up 250 RAM, 256 uh, video RAM, whereas Microsoft made it versatile. So anyway, so Gears is responsible for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, when that game came out, I had just gotten an HDTV. I was running 720p, and Heve and I wanted to play a co-op game, and that was the big thing everybody was pitching was that this game was fully co-opable. Like you could play yeah. the whole game in co-op. Trying to remember, Jim, were there a lot of co-op games at that time yet? Uh, I mean, Perfect Dark Zero was co-op. Was it? Okay. Yeah. But I mean, it's yeah. Obviously, the Halo games were co-op. I don't, I don't think I know Halo Three wasn't out at this stage, but but the co-op games were around, but they weren't as massively advertised as this game. This game was really 
you know, touted as the co-op game, basically. Um, but uh, yeah, and so I remember picking it up for that. Game looked gorgeous. Yeah. Amazing oh, yeah. hues of browns and reds. <laughs> Which Several were, shades of gray. <laughs> yeah, yes. Um, but, uh, but for the time, this is, this is pretty... I don't, with the time, we all loved it at the time. <laughs> yes. Uh, the chainsaw answer catches me the first time you see someone saw someone in half. Yeah. Everyone just held that but that red button down all the time. Yes, <laughs> one bullet though, man, fucks it all up. Yep. <laughs> uh, but uh, and and another thing I definitely liked about it, especially just seeing it before actually playing through it, was there. It just kind of had all the pieces there, right? Like yeah. really large epic battles. It's kind of alien-like, but it still kind of holds true to humanity. Um. And also that the enemies were, like, meteor, right? The, the locusts mm. can take some shots, man, um, before, they, before they go down, you know? Oh, yeah. So, I don't know. What was, what was your take on, on uh, what initially drew you about the game? Well, what, what initially drew me to it was just kind of how kind of quick, it felt very quick pick up and play. Like the, the the big the big deal about this game to me was the cover mechanic um, on yes. the first impression that it was it was literally a button press you know you pressed uh, I believe it's A or the green button I used to, I always call the Xbox 360 by its colors not the, <laughs> That's the fine. letters but, you are yeah. correct though it is A <laughs> yeah and um, so yeah is I mean it was actually what was really funny actually Fred is it was criticized in the gaming press at the time because it used the same button to cover as it was to vault. But yes. if you think about it, there really wasn't really a lot wrong with that because, um, I don't know, it, I, I like that, that. It was just so simple because the cover mechanic thing, it has been done. This was not the first game to do cover mechanics, but this was the first game to make it very easy and accessible and, and fun. Um, the game that kind do you of know came what way the f- before. Yeah, do you know what the first game was that did cover mechanics that now, they actually stole from? I could from? be wrong, okay. um, but I, they, they definitely didn't say they inspired this inspired them, but the game that was on the N64 called Operation Windback. Ah, um, that yes. Spy, that was more the ripoff of Metal Gear Solid that people were saying at the time. Um, <laughs> yes. Was that did have um, cover mechanics. Oh, we should also point out that Metal Gear Solid 2 did actually have a cover based on mechanic. It was rubbish because it you have to press out five shit. buttons. Yeah. Yeah, but yes, it. it does have. God, I, I had forgotten that that was the case, and now you had to yeah. remind me. Um, but uh, yes, uh, no, it actually the game that was almost solely cover based was called Kill Switch. Yes, I've heard of that. Yeah, okay, yeah. it's a PlayStation Two That's game. PlayStation Two game, yeah, yeah, made by Namco, uh, and it it basically makes the entire game around the cover mechanic. Yeah. And, well, Operation uh, Winback did come before that. So It did. Even mm. the sequel, I think, came before that. Mm, possibly, um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, yeah. It's, uh, so they've stated that that's the reason why. Now, like you said, it's not the first cover-based game, but I think Kill Switch was the one that made it yeah. basically the premise of the gameplay. Mm. And Gears didn't make it the premise, but no, cover no, does no. play a large portion in it. It, it, came, it was where the jokes of um, there's all these convenient chest-high walls everywhere. So, yes. <laughs> yes. Well, and the other thing that was interesting was I think that's what it was too—the hodgepodge of different play styles, right? Because yeah. you had all the big crazy guns, like you would find in Halo per se. Yeah. You know, everything from uh, they were the ones who did cro- bow and arrow first. Man, they fucking <laughs> flaming bow and arrows. Uh, now the it's talk in, bow. Now it's yeah. in yeah. Now it's in Black Ops. Uh, but uh, 
And then they had like uh, uh, I, I'm trying to One remember all the stuff. Sniper, sniper rifle. Yeah, and the boomer and the uh, just a lot of different weapon Baller. types. What? That's like the chain gun. Yeah, you could put it on the, when you could, you could like it like oh, mounted yeah. on the cover yeah, yeah, position, yeah. and it was like a little mini gun. Yes, smaller. <laughs> I love it. Um, and then of course you could saw people down. But you know it's kind of like pieces of all these things, right? Yeah. Like you could have different playstyles. Also, the roll mechanic was huge. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Dodging around is again, it's just a tap of the A button. Yeah, yeah. So that was kind of fun too. Um, but I think the biggest thing with the cover was that it just worked. You like snapped in yeah, the cover. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And you could easily transfer from one to the other. Yeah. And like why certain games haven't figured this out yet. Like Capcom, come on. By the time Resident Evil 5 had yeah. it and it didn't oh. need it, how could you screw it up so bad? There were two Gears games already out. <laughs> yeah. Especially because Gears uh, took inspiration from Resident Evil 4. Yes, the chainsaw it did. thing. So, yeah. Well, not only the chainsaw thing, they said the whole idea of the over the sh- camera yeah, yeah, angle. Um, what I also liked was you're on a planet that's not quite Earth, but it's Earth like. You know what I mean? Like we we've talked about this a couple of times where when you're on foreign planets but planets that look like they belong on Earth, uh I think that's always kind of strong. It kind of hits you home. Um but uh, and then the co-op. Co-op was huge. Yeah. Co-op was massive. It even had split-screen co-op, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, no, it did. Same screen, yeah. Yeah, yeah, cuz that's how we mostly played it. Cuz we didn't know what the what fucking we had xbox live but yeah yeah, like that wasn't so mainstream yet um but uh uh there's always a a debate of who's gonna play dom (laughs) oh see for me it was very easy because i'm hispanic uh you wouldn't Uh know it by seeing me and most of you have seen me but uh but i always wanted to be dom I am always walking around just screaming out, Maria! Like, everywhere I go. Um, he wasn't but, doing that in this game yet. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's true. But I think he talked about his family a lot or something. Yeah, I he has his parents, yeah. He was, I mean, let's face it. This is, like, uh, this is really, like, the the love story that... <laughs> <laughs> testosterone injection (laughs) it's not the love story that you wanted but it's the love story you deserve (laughs) oh god (laughs) um but uh but yeah and and they switched up the gameplay styles and the bosses and things like that so i don't know is there anything you want to say about the basic premise before we get into some of the finer points of the game the basic premise i mean i mean it's um i i like the design of the game i kind of like for the time i'm sure they mentioned this um because the jokes didn't come till later, I think, when people started joking about how brown it all was and everything and how kind of boring it was. But it's kind of cool to have this kind of like... Oh, the game's not boring. Uh, I guess you could say the, the backgrounds are a little dull, but... Uh, yeah, yeah. No, but, no, no, I'm, I'm talking... Yeah, that's what I mean. I was just talking about the ace, the, the graphic style gotcha. and everything. But the I, I like the whole kind of like it was one of those... Like, I, I mean, obviously, stop me if you haven't heard this a million times already in a game nowadays, but you know, having a game where it's like humanity's last hope and everything, and it was all kind of... I don't know. It's, it's quite it predates post-apocalyptic <laughs> as a term. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you there. I also like, um, oh, you know, I should talk about the reload mechanic. I like the idea that you could reload oh, yeah, at any time. Right. But if you got it at the right moment, it would either jam or give you a little boost in damage. I thought that was pretty significant. Well, if you got it, if you got it in the, like the bright white bar, it reloaded super fast. 
Yes. And uh, and then yeah, they, the your little character made a little like he was quite happy with himself. And he made some little quip about it. Going, yeah. Ah, oh, come and, and on. If you, if, you, yeah, if you screwed it up, that was the best. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, that was the other thing. Uh, the commentary throughout yeah. this game, great on both sides because the locusts talk to each other too, and like the, you know. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boom. And and yeah, roar. And uh, yeah, they have all their fun little phrases too. But um, the other thing that was great was uh, there were some, it was terribly violent. I should point oh, out. Yeah, that was fantastic. Brutally violent, uh, complete with things you could do to enemies. Like when you shot one down enough and they were down to like a sliver of health, they would crawl around and you could walk up and curb stomp them. Yep. <laughs> there were American, six American different executions X. that you could do <laughs> on top of uh, chainsawing them. So. But that's um, what the one that everybody did. <laughs> the curb stomp, yeah, it was. I liked the golf club personally, where you flip the guy over and you bash his head in. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, like it was, it, yeah, it was pretty hardcore. And um, in the chat, Simon Belmont saying, yeah, those horror-looking mansions in Gears of War were, rem- were reminiscent of the yeah, original a level Resident Evil. That was based off that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it, the other thing that's interesting is, especially in this first game. They played a lot with the dynamics of day and night, mm-hmm. if you'll recall. Um, the Krill are in this game. I don't. They're not really in the other games, are they? Uh, they kind of are, but they're not as in the bullshit way as they are. In the yeah, first game. in this one, they are instant <laughs> killers in the dark. Um, they're kind of referenced in cutscenes, I think. Yeah, yeah, because uh, basically somebody had seen um, Pitch Black and yep. thought that was pretty fucking cool. <laughs> And put it in a game, and then everybody realized later that it was a pretty shitty mechanic. Um, but, uh, but yeah, and I'll never forget probably the hardest level in the game, especially if you're playing it on Insane, which, come on, if you're doing co-op, you have to do an Insane playthrough, um, was the one where you're driving through the town, and one guy's got to drive, and the other guy's got to do the spotlights. Yeah, that's right, yeah. For the krill. And you, it, it got old school as fuck, because you literally memorized the path yes <clears throat> and everybody blamed the other guy <laughs> of course yeah it's your shitty this, driving this it's your fucking... yeah <laughs> yeah really <clears throat> and actually wasn't it the case that it was the it was a cool teeter-totter right because if you shot the beam the car couldn't drive right it only had enough power to either drive or shoot it yeah, couldn't be like both. a battery yeah yeah which was a cool idea it was bullshit, but it was a cool idea. <laughs> but um, that that section of the game, though, with the krill was just crazy because it was one of those like if you because that was one of the like the you know games did back then where it's like if you went out of bounds, they said you must return to the battlefield. And in this in this level, it was basically oh you just died. <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> well, you get eaten by these little flappy birds. Oh man, and up. that that level I don't think had checkpoints, so you had to get through the whole level. And it's not that long, but you get used to that old man going like, be careful, guys. You have this old guy with you. Yeah. He's like, be careful, guys. Here they come. Grill! <laughs> but, um, and then I'm trying to remember some of the boss battles I remember other than Ram. Uh, who, Ram? I don't know. We'll talk about, kind of the only, well, there's the Berserker. We'll talk know. about him at the end. But, yeah. well, there was the boss. Yeah, the Berserker was like the big spider thing, right? Down in the, in the planet's no, no, core. No, Berserker's that big, hulky locust that's oh, really you the know, guy you it's one they have to lead outside until the, hammer the hammer of, of dawn yes mm. actually let's talk a little bit about the hammer of dawn what'd you think of that yeah i, I kind of dug that that was kind of cool yeah 
Like have this massive beam of energy just destroy. <laughs> uh, yes. I love how it triangulates and then just disintegrates. I know, uh, yes. <laughs> but, uh... <clears throat> that that yeah, section, though, that berserker thing, was that was... Well, because you couldn't hurt it. Hard. So, you, yeah, yeah, you're just no running one. from it. Oh, my God. You want to talk about ultimate butt pucker. Mm-hmm. Is that uh, berserker scene. Um, but, no, isn't there a scene where you fight the big spider guy? Or is, am I thinking yeah, yeah. of Gears 2? There's, it's like, the, yeah, the spider thing is, like, in the center of the... It's like in the right. room in the middle. And then yeah, because you, you end up sinking down below the earth or something for yeah. a certain number of scenes. Um, but even other than that, and, and Ram will talk about it at the end, I because I don't like Ram's boss battle, but if you do, that's cool. Um, but uh, there, were, there were definitely certain scenes that were pivotal to me um, that were just kind of like enemy encounters, which are kind of commonplace now. Hi, Destiny. But um, back in the day, <laughs> getting holed up in like a gas station, the gas station scene is very significant to me. Yeah. Um, where you could hide out in two different gas stations or both take the same one. But either way, you were going to have to take on what would basically become horde mode. Yeah. You know, yeah, they yeah. just kind of unleashed waves of enemies at you. But I remember that being very significant in the first game. And I got to point out, I haven't played the first game in years. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other one was the train station. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, before <laughs> the train and then once you get to the train. So, mm-hmm. But when they dropped those little hopper guys down on you that would blow up mm-hmm. and glow in the dark, that, that shit was crazy. But uh, anyway, uh, but so, so yeah, Gears, and then uh, I guess, I don't know. Do you want to talk about, did you particularly care one way or the other about Ram? Well... I, I didn't mind i didn't mind ram i know a lot of people say it was kind of like a cop-out boss battle um because it wasn't but this this became quite a common thing though for the uh, the uh, next gen games where boss battles weren't really a or like like the final boss battles weren't really a big deal um oh no we've got our fuzzy friend back hold on oh, there he's gone. he's gone he's gone he's gone he's <laughs> gone talk about him just keep going i, I didn't mind it i mean it it, it felt a fairly decent way to end the game you know you, you, you kind of got the impression though from how the game was going it was kind of building up to that kind of like yeah oh there's gonna be another game <laughs> i think i that's what i did like because ram seemed to be the the leader of the locust and you kind of thought that everything would dissolve also don't you do that thing where it runs through all the caves and kills all of them you, or is that the well, second game I think that's the second game. That the ending game. of this yeah. game is you is the train, really. Yeah, it's, it's and you, you kill you... Ram at the end of the train. Mm-hmm. But you come to find out that it's bigger than that, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. You, I think it's, that's it's... when all the... Maybe it's the opposite. All the locusts come out of the woodwork, and you see that it's this huge army with the queen and everything. Yeah, that's how this one ends. Yeah. Okay. And I remember that being very significant. Um, uh, and then, of course, there's the Brumac. We see a Brumac in this game, a Brumac. Uh, but we never get a chance to fight it, right? And that was one That's of the right. things I remember the reviews making the biggest complaint about. Like, how badass would it be? This huge hulking beast that's like 30 feet high with rocket launchers on his back. Imagine fighting that thing. So they made a PC port and you fought a Brumac. And uh, yep. people were like, yeah, it was all <laughs> That's right. That's the level. <laughs> and I mean, in Gears of War 2, they brought many Brumac fights into it. <laughs> yeah, they always wanted to compensate for it, didn't they? They're like, yeah, hey, they if you want a Brumac fight, here you yeah. go. He's fucking <laughs> three Brumacs in a in a ring together. Have fun. Um, but uh, I don't think that scene actually exists. But still. Um, 
Yeah, so I guess the novelty wore off. I didn't really need that extra level, which is why the Ultimate Edition, having it in, wasn't a huge draw. Um, but uh, but altogether, pretty epic campaign. I want to say it was like 15 hours, too. It's quite beefy, yeah. Yeah, this was back when... I mean, and, and a lot of those campaigns are like that. Call of Duty 2 has a really long campaign, and actually yeah, Condemned yeah. does, too. First-person shooters had some fucking length to them back then. <laughs> how, how long is Perfect Dark Zero? Is that pretty long? That was yeah, that was pretty long too. I would probably say it's probably a good ten hours really okay. on that. Seventy, eighty hours. That's why mm. nobody liked it. No, um. <laughs> no, <I'll... laughs> that's but... a good game for the achievements. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and then there's a there's a second part. There's the multiplayer. Yeah. Some would argue the biggest draw. I, you know, of course there are two yeah, different would, schools yeah. of people, um, but I would say the largest multiplayer. You know, it was definitely multiplayer esque, and it it borrowed a little bit from Unreal Tournament, but then it definitely had a design style of its own. Did you play a lot of multiplayer jam? I I kind of did, not as much as some of the later games, but I I sunk some time into it. Um. The problem with these multiplayer games, because this is only competitive only, is I just sucked, <laughs> really. So I was only playing it because this is like one of my early instructions from a friend. It's kind of the Xbox Live thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I, I sucked at Gears multiplayer. I've always sucked at Gears multiplayer. And so I just didn't yeah. play it. I, appreci- I could see the appreciation and the draw. But and it it had a problem I had with Halo until I didn't suck at Halo anymore, which I don't know how that all happened. And I know I suck now because I haven't played it in like <laughs> five years. But which was uh, learning the maps. You had to learn the maps. You had to know where the cover points were, where the turrets were, and definitely where the spawn points of the stronger weapons were. And without those things. Oh, which yeah. is like that's a pretty typical golden eye type multiplayer style like everyone just runs for the that that top weapon <laughs> yes yes definitely um you know one thing i will say though mm-hmm. nothing more rewarding than running by a guy and just slamming a grenade on his back and then oh just yeah, walking yeah that's great. <laughs> there are a lot of great moments like that uh i also love that the bodies would kind of just fall into fleshy bits that you would kick around and stuff as you walked on another uh, very notable part of the Unreal Engine. <laughs> but uh, Simon Belmont's talking about how uh, Ram, easiest and shortest final boss battle he's ever played. Yeah, that's true. Although, like like Jam says, on Insane, Ram was a bitch. His Krill can come over and just take you out in one fell swoop. It's terrible. Um, but yes, yes, he's pretty easy under normal circumstances. And by normal circumstances, I mean the normal play setting. Um, so yeah, I, I just remember gear be, Gears being huge. And I remember Hefe and me playing through it just multiple times. Just mm-hmm. getting everything we could. Um, also notable because in the times of achievements, it had the crazy achievement. Seriously. Took the, first, most people. the first installment. <laughs> yes. Well, seriously, 2.0 wasn't that bad. We'll get to that when it comes out. But seriously, the first one, unless you were a regular player, uh, took people years to unlock. It was 10,000 multiplayer kills. Yeah. That's a lot of kills. People are not easy to take out in Gears. I played the Ultimate Edition beta for a week and probably put seven hours into that, and I had like 50 kills. <laughs> That's still impressive. <laughs> I suck, but uh, yeah, I did get 50 kills. Um, but, uh, anyway, anything else you want to say about Gears 
one. No, it was a, it was a great start to the series, I thought. But I, I even when playing through it, you felt that this was something that was going to be built upon more later, and I'm glad it was, <laughs> really. Yes, because it wasn't until two comes out that we find out it's it's a slated trilogy. Yeah. Um, and uh, I should point out, uh, Gears Two releases in November of two thousand and eight, uh, and it was that E three in two thousand and eight that Cliff Blazinski announces it's going to be a trilogy. And the reason that was so funny was because in that same year, I believe. Two Human was going to be a trilogy. Yeah, Mass Effect yeah, was going to be a trilogy. <laughs> um, I could be wrong. I think it, actually this is a little early, but I know eventually Uncharted. No, I don't know if Uncharted was ever announced to be a trilogy. I think that was, point. yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, it was. It was the. It was a time for trilogies. <laughs> Everything was turning to new series. <laughs> this also began a very long running um, thing for me. Uh, which was, uh, I don't care about seeing preview coverage on Gears. Just give it to me when it's out. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, anyway, so, yeah. So, Jam. It was, wasn't really much to show off, really, I thought, for this game. It was just like, you know, yeah, Gears is coming. Just go buy it. <laughs> Very much so. Uh, like, honestly, yeah. Like, it, it, that was always my take on Gears. Even Gears 4, it's kind of my take. Mm. Um and actually, I just thought about that. When, when the game was first shown off in 2005, I should point out that uh, the, a scenario not completely unlike the scenario we saw for the Gears 4 demo was what we saw with Dom and Marcus. Mm-hmm. So um, there's some pedigree there. But anyway. Uh, and in this one, I remember the big thing was they heavily modified Unreal 3. Some people called it Unreal 3.5. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and um, it, it was written by Josh Ortega, so um, he was the one who came up with the plot for the game. Now, Jam, do you know who Josh Ortega is? No. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I should. <laughs> no, I, I don't know if I would say you should, um, but he was like kind of a, a writer, journalist, very L.A. type-esque person, kind of a skinny blonde dude. Um, yeah. And he's most notable, at least with the people I know him for, um, was uh, in March 2005, he takes over Spider-Man Unlimited for Marvel Comics. Um, But he'll also do writing on um, uh, the Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic comic book prequels. He'll do a bunch of stuff with Dark Horse. Um, he, but he really started getting into. He did some Star Trek comics, but he's a big comic book guy. So, yeah. um, uh, so that was kind of the big thing with him. And I think that's kind of still what he's known for, aside from his media time. Um, but anyway, so he steps in to help make this this plot. So, um, and. Uh, uh, I remember a couple of things that they were talking about was better matchmaking, right? Everybody was comparing it to Halo because Halo 3 came out in 2007 and really made Halo, uh, Gears of War's matchmaking look like shit. A lot of <laughs> lopsided games. <laughs> uh, so I remember that. Um, and uh, I, if you'll recall, Gears was too hard. Do you remember that? Everybody was saying yeah, yeah. one well, was Yeah, yeah. It's funny because obviously Simon Bell was commenting that it was too easy. But yeah, I remember being quite tricky. But maybe it's because I was playing on the harder difficulty settings. But 
Well, and I think it comes down to whether you played it on co-op or not. That game's a lot harder. Yeah, by yeah, itself. yeah. Of course, yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> but what happened? Did um, uh, what what they did this time around was they added the casual difficulty, which is a fucking hilarious difficulty. Yeah, uh, I played it with my wife. That was another crazy thing. Was in single player, you could have two different difficulties. So I could be on insane. My wife could be on uh, casual, and that was hilarious. Yeah, that was that was bizarre. And the game did a decent job of handling it. <laughs> I got to tell you, it worked a lot better than I thought it would. <laughs> um, and then, of course, they promised new multiplayer modes and features. So um, now, Jam, were you a 360 owner at this point? Yes, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> and were you eagerly anticipating the return of the Cogs? Well, this this kind of took me by surprise. This game actually, I didn't actually know it was coming out. So it was like, oh, is it the stores now? Okay, holy <laughs> so, shit! So you really did the walk into the store, see it on the shelves, and go, hey, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that would have been awesome. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Um, but uh, yeah, so it continues the story of Dom and Marcus. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> now i remember everything being just more grandiose uh but at the same time i think the the not the well so like the game itself the plot is pretty basic in my opinion yeah but you're just doing crazier things Right, it, the scale was insane. Do you remember that scene where you're driving in the tank? Yeah, uh, that yeah, that's right. It's on rails, so there's a lot. Yeah, of but like just a thing. legion. Well, you're riding on the tank, and you go over there, and there's like a legion of of yeah. locusts just running down a, a a mountainside, and it looks you know kind of like something out of the Lord of the Rings. Um, two big old brewmax walking around and stuff like that, and you can take pot shots at at yeah. uh, at the locusts. Um, and I remember it had uh, a lot of boss battles. Do you remember that? There were a lot more. Well, boss yeah, battles yeah. They feel like they were kind of accommodating for the first game, really, which didn't really have that many. Yeah, like even the boss battles we mentioned, technically they're boss battles, but other than Ram, they really weren't. They were just crafty ways to handle big mm. guys. The um, designs of the levels are very diverse in this game. They're very different in terms of you, you had the infamous level where you obviously go inside that sort of giant fish. <laughs> so, oh, yes, in the belly and you beat up the heart. Yeah. Or is that the worm? <laughs> no, 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 the that, worm? No, no, that's the second one. What? I said that's the second one. No, either way. I know there's a big fish in there too. Um <laughs> Well, and, and again, I, I just remembered this, but we had talked about it before the show, was um, this came out at the same time as Resistance 2 as well. They went out toe-to-toe that year. Mm-hmm. And they were getting compared pretty heavily <laughs> to one really? another. Yeah, that just proves it. Yeah, it's the same reason like Infamous and yeah. Prototype get compared. Um, but they both had a fish boss, if you'll recall. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the big thing. And uh, even though people probably don't agree with it, I always thought that the boss battles were better in Resistance, but Gears was a much better game. Oh, yeah. I think the campaign of the second game is one of the strongest of the series, or if not the best of the series. Okay, Simon Belmont says casual was actually normal mode in Gears of War. Okay. Well, now there was, I think, casual, easy, normal. No, it was casual, normal, hardcore, and insane this time Mm -hmm. around. In fact, it's probably, as Simon Belmont's saying, it's probably the... uh, they just implemented normal really and made casual really easy, but um, 
but I just remember it being just a, a lot more distinct with the difficulties. Um, yeah. But uh, you got to fight a Brumach. Finally. <laughs> you got to ride on a Brumach. Remember the rodeo roundup? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and uh, your goal is to just basically kill every... Right? Remember, you're going for the bomb that Marcus's dad came up with. Oh, no. Oh, no. We've got our vibrations oh. back. But up, up, but uh, I almost want to do like a what? It's gone, it's gone, it's gone. Um, yeah. but uh, you know, I remember that plot being in there. Um, but uh, uh, but I don't know. Like I said, the the game was was much cooler. You had some new stuff too, didn't they? Bring the mortars out the, for the first time in this. Yeah, one? in the second game. Mortars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The mortar strike. And the ch- oh yes, I remember this. Do you remember this when this was a big deal? Um, when you had the chainsaw battles against the yeah, locusts. Yeah, mash that e button. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The chainsaw battles, both multiplayer, but also single player. Uh, and I remember that being a big deal. You could also saw up guys' butts. Remember that? You had the rear <laughs> oh, entry chainsaw kill. I remember that coming into play, but. Uh, I don't yeah, know. The, um, the gore definitely um, kept. They kept the gore coming. <laughs> yeah, they brought it to a new level this time around. Um, How could we push the boundaries this time? <laughs> yeah, although it wasn't as significant, I guess I would say. But yes, yes, definitely. Um, and the shield mechanic. You remember the shield? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, which uh, both. Uh, oh, I forgot what they're called. Are they called not maulers? But anyway, there's the guys who swing the big old mace. They had shields this time around. Um, well, that one I wanted to call the boomers, the big ones. But well, the boomers have the boomer the big, gun. Yeah. Boom. Mm. The maulers have the mauler. They go grind. <laughs> and then there's the guys with the big old maces and the shields. Um, but you can pick up the shield and make it portable cover, which looked so cool until you did it. And then you were yep. like, no, nah, this isn't that big a deal. <laughs> it's also quite a hassle. Was... Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it was a bitch. Um wasn't this the first gears that you could you could grab an enemy again when they did the whole the enemies crawling around you could actually pick him up <laughs> so, and like hold meat him shields like, yeah meat shields yeah. i do think meat shields were first introduced here i'm trying to see yep 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 i also love that you could let him go for cracking uh um cracking the neck that's how you got rid of them yep um but uh and I also remember, I believe people were saying this, and I can't remember off the top of my head, but I think Insane was seen as harder on the sequel than Insane on the first game. Could mm. be wrong about that, though. They were both fucking hard, but a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> they were a lot of fun. And, of course, uh, spoilers, guys. Um, the death of Dom's wife, mm-hmm. kind of a big deal. No, Maria. <laughs> that was quite. Despite it being something that we all laugh about today, that was quite tragic at the time. Oh no, it <laughs> was. was. It was you. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm cracking up at the okay. chat. Um, but yeah, it was a. It was very pivotal. It was dramatic. Yeah. I remember playing co-op, right? And it was nothing but fart noises and immature <laughs> jokes the whole of time. Course. I'm playing with Hefe, you know. But during that scene, there was no like. And now that I think about it, I hate to say that I'm kind of snickering to myself, but like if he was like, Maria, and then all of a sudden, you know, like, you know, just that (laughs) stupid, immature 14 year old kid. But like, we didn't do that the first time around. You know, it was like, oh, shit, man. 
his fucking wife is dead. And we didn't even have wives at the time. Like we didn't know what that was all about. Yeah. You know, I was barely dating. Um, now I should point out, I was barely dating because I was just, you know, uh, at, at the career building uh-huh. point in my life, but it wasn't <laughs> like I'd never dated before or anything. Yeah. Right. When this game came out, actually I was with Julie. So there you go. <laughs> my wife now, but, uh, anyway, um, but yeah, I do remember the uh, the the campaign being being pretty crazy. Really long again, and you know what? Actually, oh yeah, yeah. The levels were a little less. Do you remember like in certain levels when you would split up, and you would each play your own part simultaneously? But if well, one they died, did that in the, the other game, one didn't they? You could. That's what I'm talking about in the first yeah. game, where if one died, the other one would be screwed. Oh yeah. <laughs> this time around, they opted for kind of. I think those were still in the game, but most of the time. Instead of doing that, they usually had like a high ground and a low ground that could coexist. And they also, your buddies could revive you now. Yeah, they didn't do it the first oh, game. Yeah, the way I, they, I remember that usually in the game there's a, a it's a team of four of you. Um, so you have two yeah, AI, AI control yeah. characters, and you know, two one of these. Well, if if you play alone, it's three AI control characters, and they're actually useful uh, in the second game because in the first game, which also mentioned that they you have to constantly save them, <laughs> so they get knocked out, knocked down. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and the only way that would end was if you saw Locust going for them, and you're like, oh, no, he's going to curb stomp him. Oh, yep. my God, that was so scary being on the ground and just seeing them walk up to you. It wasn't, like, scary, scary, but you were like, oh, shit. Mm. <laughs> um, also, Sub, sorry, Sub and Set says uh, my co-op <laughs> partner for that game almost cried during the scene. Oh, really? Our mates never let him live it down. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, real long game. Like that that shit yeah. felt epic at the end, especially um and I guess I think we should spoil it just to talk yeah, about yeah, it real yeah. quick. Um you t- there's this huge monster in the core, right? And you're trying to drop that bomb that would flood yeah. everything with emulsion, right? Wasn't it emulsion that we were trying to kill everybody with? It's something like that cuz it the, the monster it goes because there's that other Well, the emulsion the monsters lambent. the mm. lambent, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I guess we do start seeing the lambent but the emulsion was intended to take everybody out and then it ends up being a power source for the events that happen in the third game if i'm remembering this correctly mm. <laughs> but uh but i do remember you're in the chopper and you're fighting another pretty weak last boss battle it wasn't a whole it wasn't that it was easier or harder it was just like it was so large that the enemy was either like it either killed you or it didn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was like epic, but whatnot. But when you blow that whole thing up and you think you literally take out all of the the locusts, we already knew there was going to be a sequel. Uh, and then you only find out that the emulsion, they like merge with it and create the lambent uh, mm-hmm. on a regular basis. Like, I don't know if it was a fluke with the lambent or we didn't figure out that they were emulsion yet. Um, but I, yeah, I do remember that. And I remember that being... Um, being a really big deal mm-hmm. um so let's talk about multiplayer so jam yeah. before the obvious mode that we're going to talk about <laughs> horde mode uh did you play the competitive multiplayer i i did try the competitive multiplayer but like the first one i was just terrible <laughs> <laughs> um 
Yeah, me too. And with the mortars, do you remember those guys that were like amazing oh, at mortars? God, they could get yeah. to a mortar and take out the spawn points <laughs> before you even had a chance to get going. That was There's also the shotgun. People spam. I think you could do it in the first game, but people really yes. spam that shotgun trick, which got my nerves. <laughs> um, actually, uh, the shotgun was way overpowered, in my opinion, in the first yeah. game. Uh, they nerfed it in the second game, or they at least did, did after oh. a couple updates. Yeah. Mm. It was still a bitch. Like, don't get me wrong. They didn't remove its ability, but they nerfed its, its one shot ability. You needed to be much more precise. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, but uh, I should also point out this game got a lot of it was completely destroyed uh, critically from gamers for its lack of dedicated servers on launch. <laughs> well, and that's what I wanted to mention. Its attempt to fix the AI broke the fucking game online for like two months. Yep, <laughs> they kept trying to get it to work. I remember sitting there playing a mode I didn't even like, <laughs> watching the cog spin because. I had nothing else to do. Uh, I remember those days. <laughs> and uh, uh, and I should point out, actually, I was in my first career job right out of college. And mm -hmm. Julie was here going to school still. She was behind me in college uh, because she's younger than I am. So uh, I was in, a, in an apartment with a roommate, uh, my best friend, actually. But he wasn't a gamer, and he was a bartender. So he would work at night. So I would come home. We'd have dinner together. Aw. And then he would go to work. <laughs> and, you know, I would have two, three hours to kill. And so, of course, gaming, right? Um, but I just remember watching the cog spin and just being like, come <laughs> on, guys. Come on, That's what you get did when right. you <laughs> Yeah, and it was just – and you remember that was all during that time, too, where we were having a lot of online problems. I think Xbox Live oh, yeah. went under that holiday season for like a month. Um, and we got undertow as an apology or something. <laughs> but, no free games back then. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, but uh, yeah, I just remember that net code being fucking broken as balls when it first came out. Mm. Um, but horde mode, on the other hand, mm -hmm. which didn't need you really to be online, but uh, but you could, was yeah. four player co op, right? And I think you could be what Dom Baird. Could you be Carmine? I think you could choose. Yeah, I believe you could choose your character. Marcus and uh, and yeah, Dom Baird, Marcus, Carmine, and uh, who am I forgetting? Coltrane. Coltrane. Jesus. <gasps> um, yeah. <laughs> so I had to do it. The Rosencrantz and Guildenstern that is uh, <laughs> Cole and uh, and why did I just blank on the other guy? Uh, who is it? Cole oh. and Baird. Cole Baird. and Baird. Those are your 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 Rosencrantz and Guildenstern characters. They were great, especially in the first game. They actually made them that way, where they always disappeared when the action happened. Mm -hmm. uh, in the second game, I think you actually played as them, didn't you? Didn't you do crisscrossing story paths or something? I think that's the third game. I think in the second oh. game, you still only played as um, Phoenix and Dom. Okay, then maybe they just popped up in your game. Who knows? Um, but uh, yeah, uh, the <laughs> the the horde mode was amazing and it spawned a genre right yeah <laughs> or a multiplayer yeah. mode um so jam did you just discover horde mode did someone tell you about it were you just playing the feature set how'd that all play out i you see it was the reviews probably mostly because a lot of reviews really praised the horde mode at the time and were saying how which it's funny isn't it because it's not really particularly anything special horde mode it's waves of enemies it's just uh, but it's so of, insane right because it's, it's four yeah. it's four people in an arena 
and it's 50 mm. waves you try to survive. And by wave 50, like, cheating is okay. Like, uh, you know, if you can find a way to... It's kind of like Dark Souls. If you can find a way to glitch the map, good for you, right? Or if you could... Because mm-hmm. remember, I remember making, like, all kinds of crazy stuff. Like, in you know that one level that's all the stairs at the top? And it, it's basically yeah. two staircases, and there are, like, castles at the top, and there are, like, entrances. And I remember lighting it all up with shields and just praying, you know. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, I do remember um, just just how insane Horde mode was, right? And there was an achievement for getting through 1 through 50 without yeah, quitting. 50, yeah, um, And just doing a bit of checking there as well. It, this was actually up to five players, Fred. Five players. There five people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And teamwork was kind of essential. I mean, yeah. you didn't want to have to do it with two people. Uh, me and Hefe did, though, but not on Insane. I think we had to do it on Normal. Because uh, it got crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Quite quickly as well. <laughs> yes, yes. They were always had... And they were, they were like uh, the final wave, right? Every ten waves was the final wave. And that one was always like batshit, right? It was like, get ready. <laughs> so... Um, there are, there were also new things at your disposal though. Um, you know, uh, I believe you could shove grenades into walls in the first game, but if you couldn't or whether you could or not, I was using it a lot more to set up traps in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you, there could, was... you could do that. You could shove, you could have, okay. yeah, you basically like melee the wall and it stuck, it sticks there. And the ink grenades became kind of a big deal or the poison grenades. Yeah, yeah. Remember those being kind of a big deal for the second one. Uh, shields again, very useful in horde mode. <laughs> the one place we could use it's like block doors and stuff. Yes, exactly. That was literally how you you kind of created bottlenecks <laughs> to help yourself. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, it was it was a very um, very crazy mode um, and very addictive to me. So. Uh, yeah. I, I I loved it. I was I was all over that mode. Lost was... a year to horde mode, definitely. <laughs> so, um, all right. Well, let's move on to three. Oh, real quick. Sorry, B Mulligan's asking something. Oh, Rosen cranberries. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, anyway, um, but uh, uh, sorry, I'm I'm reading now. Well, That's my own fail. That's all right. They, free um, free was the last epic game. The last, well, not the not last ever epic game, but the last uh, uh, Gears War game. Jam is referring to epic developed, yes. <laughs> not epic game. There, there, there the was no more good games game. after Gears War Three. This was the last good game, guys. Every other game that came after this sucked. <laughs> just, just, just be yep, honest. Yep, not so, so epic. Um, but Gears yes, Five in there. <laughs> it was the last epic um, developed game. I'm trying to remember. Was Cliff on yes, board? It's at this last point? one. Okay. Mm. So Cliff was, yeah, I'm I'm doing it too. Um, here we go. Yeah, that kind of fallout, didn't he? (laughs) Well, because Gears got delayed. I remember that. I remember Gears lost a year. Um, Yep, designer. Yeah. Okay, cool. I did not know it's capable of 3D though. I have a 3D TV. I should fucking play that. Really? It's pretty, yeah. pretty, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, there is 3D in, in certain 360 games. That's it's yeah. just so rare you don't know. Um, but I have those gory kills in the 3D. <laughs> hell yeah, man. With active d- lenses, it's going to be crazy. Feel that chainsaw cut through. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
so so gear three you are defending jacinto the last uh the last human city basically yeah um and you're it's a lot of i don't know to me it was a lot of um two towers i guess i would say a lot of here you are at this one area defend it pretty much um i'm trying i I remember uh, and of course um emulsion was a big deal though the lambent were a bitch this time around because these more mutant enemies as well all these enemies that could explode (laughs) (laughs) Um, oh this is the first one they have those like weird human like hybrids of the lambda as well like husks or something yeah they were they were called husks i believe i've recently played through this uh portion of it uh there's actually a video on our youtube uh with uh members of the knuckleballer radio um Mm -hmm. but uh uh, but yeah um actually it was a collaboration with Mm -hmm. matto from vgo and then uh two knuckleballers and then me or me (laughs) Normie and uh, Gabe, mm-hmm. and Gabe has actually gone on and done uh, his own podcast. But uh, I don't want to look it up, and I don't want to derail this any more than I already have. So that's right. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, uh, um, I think the 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 big thing there was. Um, oh, sorry. Um, they're, they're talking about Rosencrantz and Guild. Or wait, sorry, Rosencrunch and Gildan Pop. Fuck yeah. Um, anyway popcorn Gears um, of war three felt even big to me it there's there was even more it was even more meaty there's they, the the story was even bigger somehow <laughs> so yeah they there always seemed to be more at stake right because humanity yeah. would literally be obliterated but it, i just didn't feel as sucked into the story in this one as i was the second one i just i don't know maybe it just got me a bit well, more complicated but well to me they, they did two things that derailed it yeah. one was making four player co-op yeah, right that yeah. removes your interest in the story even more than the already two-player co-op right because with two-player somebody can you know kind of tell their buddy hey dude shut up for a second i'm trying to hear this yeah yeah i agree um with four people you, you can't you just can't i don't care what people say um the game also kind of expected you to be playing as more of like a team and i don't know about you but i always tended to play gears of war as kind of a lone wolf yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, like I tag my buddy in and kind of re- revive him and stuff, but this game really threw it at you. And I do think a lot of the scenes, most notably though the the battleship scene on the water, yeah, and also the um, the one where you're defending the gates, the major the main gates of the city, as the locusts mm-hmm. are pouring in and you're being you're having to fall back basically. Mm-hmm. Those felt like just horde mode on steroids. you know especially because you didn't have to take everybody out you couldn't take everybody out it was just live long enough yeah pretty much yeah Yeah, like i really think some of the you know it kind of tells you what your goal is survive was usually the answer (laughs) um so yeah it got pretty interesting and and it had the same you know stuff we saw in the second game where like you know had two levels and and left and right Mm -hmm. and everything like that like when i say two levels i mean like an upper and lower level but they also gave ways for the AI to sneak up on you and flank you and things like that. This is the one where you did actually, you didn't always play as Marcus now. So you did actually play as other characters. If you're playing as solo, obviously solo. Uh, yes, because I, uh, I was always uh, Anya for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Anya, uh, not too shabby for a big meaty yeah, buff chick. Yeah, women. Women into yeah. the phrase. <laughs> 
Yeah, um, like they didn't. But I was wondering how they were gonna make her look. And I don't yeah. think she was overtly muscular. Boy, yeah. She wasn't like Xena Warrior Princess busty or anything. Like she had breasts, but she yeah. didn't have like they they are pretty immature art design in my opinion. And so they could have gone really far with that, and they didn't. Um, I don't know. What do you think? I think she was subtly developed. Uh, well, they yeah. I, I, and I'm not I, talking about her breasts. I mean, <laughs> you were just talking about her developed boobs. character. <laughs> I meant like the this whole is a manly man's game. Yeah. That's what. <laughs> Yeah, she wasn't some Viking princess, you know what I mean? She was she was just some pretty buff in huge yeah. armor girl, um, woman, whatever. I didn't mean that to sound offensive if it did. Um, but uh, but yeah, yeah, there were lots of different people. Um, There's another girl that was also played by uh, Claudia Black, who's infamous for playing Chloe in the Uncharted series. So, oh, and yeah. also Battlestar fame, Battlestar Galactic. Yeah, but she's not playable, is she? I think she is. Yeah, you oh, play her. Okay. In, in, only oh. like, you four player free yeah. like or something. Yes, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, but uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was it was again a pretty crazy story. But it ended and people were like, "Well, what happened?" Except for one big thing. Should we just spoil that too? Since yep. we're on <laughs> the way. We're on that. Dom dies. But 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 before that, but Dom gets beard. <laughs> Dom gets what? Oh, Dom does get a beard. He has a fucking wicked beard through half that, <laughs> oh, yeah. that game. Um, there's a really cool scene going through. I, we were talking about this. Going through the mansions of the yeah. richest parts of Jacinto. And uh, I really dug that scene. It kind of felt like you got a little Rainbow Six Vegas in my Gears of War. Um, mm. Which I thought was kind of cool about it. Uh, but, uh, but yeah. Um, I don't know. All in all, the campaign was cool. The other thing I do remember was the emulsion-soaked berserker. The God. longest boss battle in fucking history. Yes. Oh my God. That was like three hours of my life. I can't get it back. It's worse in horde mode. <laughs> it was. It was. Oh, it's worse in horde mode? Really? <laughs> well, because everybody's obviously, everyone knows, because everyone knows how to kill it. It's basically got like a extending out rib cage with an exposed heart thing, but it takes so freaking long to kill it's it. It's got so many hit points. Mm. And that cage is exposed for so little time. Yeah, it's like little bit at a time. <laughs> yeah, like I think it's truly like two or three seconds. It is one of the most BS boss battles because it not only does it not only is he like toxic, you can't touch him, but he leaves like a trail of waste, <laughs> which you of can't emulsion. Touch. Yeah, so like you can't. Yeah, he he's like the fury. I'll just say it. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> But except that the fury is completely vulnerable at all times. But anyway, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he yeah. Awesome jetpack. <laughs> yeah, he does. The fury does not uh, not the emulsion uh, berserker because if the emulsion berserker had a jetpack, I'm fucking out. <laughs> Forget it. Humanity is lost. They've got jetpacks. <laughs> um, I also don't remember if there were too many encounters with Brumax in this one. Do you recall that? there was yeah there, there, there you did you did fight them yeah like, you fought them from time to time they were a little bit more of a basic enemy <laughs> so, what they're all, you also fight them in horde mode <laughs> so. yeah that's true they are they are integrated into horde mode so um i don't know anything you want to say about uh gears 3 i don't know it ended in kind of a weird somber note I, right the, the, the story just didn't hurt me i just i wasn't okay i think i think you nailed it fred when you said i think it was the co-op that kind of ruined the story really i just didn't follow it because you're too busy playing with other people and most of the time you're talking about things other than the story because everyone everyone's heckling about how 
yeah, because that's what people do when you play games, like we do with um, Resident Evil or Operation Raccoon <laughs> City. You're just heckling about how terrible the story is. So yeah, so nobody's yeah, totally true. Um, so yeah, but I, I just it just didn't see. It, I guess it felt very bittersweet at the end. I just felt oh, uh, the world saved. Well, I think the other problem was uh, it involves what the machine, right? And and uh, yeah, like activating the machine. Dom has to jump in there and sacrifice himself to activate the machine. But when it kills it, it kills all of the locusts, the lambent, the whole nine yards. It really kills them off. I think I would have been okay with that more if they hadn't done it and then kind of retconned it in Gears Two. You know what I mean? Like we've already seen them get yeah. covered in emulsion and die. And then they were like, oh, no, wait, they became mutants. It's like, well, then it's not going to have the same, you know, okay, this this time the world really does end. You know, it's like, mm, I've been conned by this before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, really fun game to play. But uh, yeah, I think Gears of War 3 finally... Um, it did the thing that I think a lot of games do. Um, definitely Call of Duty. Definitely Halo, actually. Where mm-hmm. um, the story gets lost in the shuffle because the gameplay is so good mm-hmm. that um, the single player starts to cater to the multiplayer's gameplay. Mm-hmm. You know, And that's fair. That's I'm yeah. not criticizing it for it. That's just, I think, the reason why you, you experience that. Um, and then, again... Multiplayer, I flat out dodged. I just knew really? I wasn't going to play it. Yes. Wow. Uh, well, hold on. Horde 2.0 is a different oh. story. But okay. multiplayer competitive, I just straight up just didn't even try yeah, it. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Yeah, I, I dabbled. I dabbled. Okay. Give it is go. there anything notable? Like anything you want to mention? No, not, well, okay. no, not really. I, I honestly didn't probably put that much time into it. It's giving it much... Um, justice but it was basically just mostly more of the same i think they added a few new modes modes to the multiplayer this time like sort of like king of the hill type sort of game modes but i just again it's just the problem with that i just wasn't good competitively at this game um i was only really good at the co-op version <laughs> yeah it's like fool me once <laughs> yeah i know yeah <laughs> the damn snipers <laughs> um but horde 2.0 now that was a game that was great yeah because it was like base building and tower defense mm-hmm there was another mode though, which I'm not sure if we're going to get to in a sec. But the did you try the beast mode? Yes, and I want to talk about that in a sec. But real yeah. quick, I want to talk so, a little bit about Horde 2.0. Yeah, and starting off yeah. with Kossin, I love this. He says one time on the beach Horde level, there's a beach <laughs> level that kind of looks like the storming of Normandy almost. Yeah, um, and he goes, a brumac got stuck in a structure. I was able to take it out with a bulltock pistol. That's just there you go. <laughs> that's just amazing. Um, but yeah, I did like that basically every wave you would buy things based off of your performance in the previous mm-hmm. ones. And you could buy things to like, you know, cow traps to get them hitched up or weapons or various other things. And you can so, upgrade everything as well, which is yes. pretty cool. Buy and upgrade a huge turret and things like that. But, I, oh, sorry. Wait, I said you get points, but you didn't get lows. The, the, you had, the way to maximize it is you really had to work with everybody else. <laughs> So this yeah. was a little bit difficult with random people online. <laughs> Vast Five, the game plays so good, then Operation Raccoon City is a poor comparison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think Operation Raccoon City is going to get a sequel either. Um, <laughs> but uh, but Operation Raccoon City does prove the four-player co-op can make anything good. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Horde 2.0 was cool. 
but I think I was most drawn in and I, it took me by surprise because I didn't expect to like it was beast mode. Yeah. So you brought it up. What's beast mode? Beast mode is where you play as the bad guys and you basically reverse horde mode. So the, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, basically the, the good guys have set up their, you know, turrets and trip wires and everything. And you basically play as the, the, the locusts and, um, you start out as only like the crappy ones, like the, you know, the little tickers and those, damn i don't know what are those little diddy ones that are just like a midget version oh the tickers and then the things that jumped around and slashed yeah. at people and stuff yeah it, it's all away, you're yeah. all struggling and everything but you like like with horde modes you get more points and then you could be a more tougher locust and you can sort of upgrade oh, eventually no. if you get you're enough points you can be the damn berserker which is impossible to kill so. yeah your buzzing's back oh. <laughs> God damn it. uh, it's gone it's gone it's go- okay anyway yeah, the yeah the berserker. I never did get up to a point where I got to play the berserker. I was always not picked for that side of the volleyball oh. team. Fun. It's, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was it once you got the berserker, it was game over. <laughs> Just uh, the well, you ex you Xbox One owners, because I it seems that most people other than me and Jam have sold our their three sixties, but <laughs> yeah. you you Xbox. Uh, one owners when uh, you go pick up gears three uh actually you probably grabbed it on games for gold if you were smart mm-hmm. um you probably already have it but we should all we should all play that uh so it would be in front of the only people owning 360 so when i go online that's the only person i see <laughs> really okay am i the only one who's ever 360 um but uh but yeah it was it was a lot of fun um mm-hmm. And real quick, I just want to mention a couple of firsts they did. Yeah. Uh, this was the beginning of some pretty, uh, I wouldn't say terrible, but other people uh, did much worse, uh, which was like collaborations with rappers. Ice-T, who was a big oh, fan, gosh, got yeah. involved with that. Um, Amazing uh, E3 right. presentations. <laughs> okay. Um, TC, TC, we will be going till our normal time. So Yeah. Um, but uh, the other one was, and I definitely am part of this. I, from time to time, sport it. In fact, I should go change my avatar right now and sport it. Was the fate of Carmine? Yep. Where you could either say save Carmine or kill Carmine mm-hmm. and get your shirt. Um, <laughs> and uh, they did a fundraiser for it and everything, which ended up uh, raising one hundred and fifty thousand dollars for uh, Child's Play, which was fantastic. Yeah, and game. it decided the fate of Carmine. Um, what team were you on? Oh, save yeah. Carmine or kill Carmine? I don't know. Yeah, I save him. Okay, I was save Carmine as well. Mm-hmm. Although, spoilers, I think he dies, right? Or no, does he, he get? Lives. He, he saves. Lives. Okay, yes. Okay, so that was a success. We were on the right mm. side of the team. Because, yeah, we didn't talk about it, but the running joke yes. was <laughs> that Carmine would die. The Carmine family member you would meet at the beginning of every gears game and they would die uh near the end of each one so that was great um they also did have ram's shadow which was a uh a dlc content pack that was single player that mm-hmm. took place before emergence day well so. the we might might be worth mentioning that the uh, gears war 2 had that dlc it was like a director's cut chapter um where oh, you right do you remember that where you were like you dressed up as the the locust you kind of like info it's the, it's the bit after dom's wife dies basically and yeah you you're infiltrating you go in, the base you can choose to go stealthy or non-stealthy <laughs> don't go stealthy don't go mm-hmm. stealthy um yes and so um so i guess yeah i guess that wasn't the first one i just never bought it uh, <laughs> that's all right that's cool but uh 
Also, for some reason, I don't know why we didn't talk about Emergence Day. We should point out <laughs> that the day the locusts attack was called Emergence Day. But what was awesome was the cross-marketing that they did when Emergence Day, which was the day Gears 1 came out, came out. Mm -hmm. I just said the same phrase twice. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, that was a big deal, too. I remember hearing references to Emergence Day, the Emergence Day t-shirts and things like that. So... Um, but uh yeah so gears three pretty slick mm -hmm. pretty slick um and then uh oh gears three also had a beta a multiplayer beta mm -hmm. and much like zone of the enders and crackdown before it <laughs> the only way you would get it was for buying bullet storm by people can fly mm -hmm. now jam and i both feel that bullet storm is an underrated game absolutely yeah. More importantly, we feel that People Can Fly are an underrated development studio. <laughs> God rest their soul. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, but they are, yeah, I don't know if they completely disbanded, but they definitely broke off from Epic. And yeah. uh, I don't believe they're in the development world anymore. But they are responsible for Gears of War Judgment. I believe they are also responsible for the PC port of the first Gears. I could be wrong. But... I will find that out for yeah. you. Um but, but yeah, but uh, they did develop this game. They developed Judgment, which was a prequel to the first Gears of War. They did do the first Gears of War on PC. Mm. They are also the people behind the Painkillers that came out. Yeah, the, yeah, the PC Painkiller yeah. games. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. So I need to pick that up now, knowing that people could fly. But anyway. Um, but yes, they were the ones who came up with, and they apparently do still exist because they are responsible for a portion of Fortnite. Oh, okay. So, there you go. Ah, um, but yeah, Gears of, Gears of War Judgment comes out. Mm -hmm. And it's a prequel because where do you go? <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, um, E-Day 2. <laughs> yeah, right? It's P-E Day. P-Day. <laughs> but anyway... <laughs> Um, and it looked, played, walked, talked, and act, acted pretty much like a Gears game. It did, yeah. It, it felt a lot more Gears 1, like back to basics. Yep, I, I would agree. And that, I guess that makes sense. That was the only Gears game that People Can Fly worked on. Mm -hmm. um, I think we will see very similar from um, the former uh, Black Tusk studio um, on that Um Simon Belmont's on our team. Fantastic. Yeah. Cossin. Um, yet another game I haven't taken out of the shrink wrap. <laughs> there are two reasons you need to take that out of shrink wrap. Dick tits. But anyway, but there was one big difference between Gears of War Judgment where you are basically Baird and Cole, right? No, actually, it's four people, uh, and you're just a... Cole and there's a girl character, and this yeah, male sniper people. character. Yep, yep. And they are kind of class-based characters, almost. Yeah. Mm. Um, but what's the big difference, Jam? Well, the, well, the big, big difference with Judgment this time is that um, the, if, we, if we talk about the campaign first, is well, people, people Can Fly did a lot different with this game. They really tried... This really is a very different Gears. Um the main difference to the campaign is you get challenges. That you, it, it's very arcadey. Like you can, you can decidedly, if you want to, make the game deliberately more difficult. Like you'll come across the big that little, you know, the, the big your dead sign, <laughs> the, you know, the skull yep. in the in the cog, and it'll say it's like, oh. Um, but basically, what in the story of this game is that 
Um, the characters are in court for reasons because it's the apocalypse, everything, whatever. Um, Bears because, in court. Yeah, you can't just fucking do whatever you yeah. want during the apocalypse. <laughs> so they, they've got to go to court and they're being, for some reason, rather than saving the world, they've got to go through this. So they're, they're kind of reminiscing about what happened. So during the, during these campaign levels, as you're reminiscing, you'll say, oh, I remember it like this. Actually, you know what? They're, this environment was dusty and it was really hard to see, but you could choose to make it difficult. And if you do that, you unlock like more experience points and everything. And, it, and it, it's generally actually, these are quite fun. They're quite fun to do these little perks they're like i guess it's similar there are to say, two that are bullshit oh yeah there, there were there were some of this <laughs> but otherwise <laughs> yes i really out of the 40 challenges that exist in the campaign um i really enjoyed 38 of them <laughs> i love it that's very specific <laughs> yes it is and you had a choice right you had a choice whether to yeah you could you could skip it you, didn't you could skip it. it or you could well no but even after you did it couldn't yeah. you skip it you could do, yeah. But if you failed, you could you could choose not to do it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go back and go it rechanges the story. Some of them so. were nuts. Some of them were like, you know, get to this point in three minutes or something. Yeah, those I was pretty good with. The one was, I just remember one time where a bunch of guys just come and attack you in an abandoned building and you have to take them all out. Whereas the other way was just to, uh, I think you have to take them out without using a certain Yeah. That's, no, you have to take them out in a certain period of time. That's what it was. And I could do it paced but i couldn't do it like speedy so mm. anyway but um but yeah i i really dug that arcadey nature about it and that fact that you could challenge yourself if you wanted to um it was four player co-op if you wanted to yep uh, unfortunately a couple of the flaws to it were the ai wasn't quite up to epic's caliber yeah um Boss battles were almost non-existent. Yeah, I don't. I don't really remember any. The last boss, stupid. <laughs> um, if you call it that. If you call it that, as I say. Yeah. <laughs> and the game was considerably shorter. Right. Six was, hours. Yeah, I was amazed at how quick I finished this. Yeah. Now there is a Minerva's Den style um, <laughs> epilogue to Gears Three that's yep. downloadable content, but it's fifteen bucks. I still don't like that. That's not made been made free or something or put I thought on it was included. I don't know, but no, it's not oh. for me. Oh, it was wait. For me. <laughs> wait, you do unlock it. Sorry, yeah. there was another if you finish one. the game, it comes. Yeah, if you finish the game. the game you unlock it. There's another DLC though that's single player story. I guess that was really good and it's fifteen yeah. bucks. That's what pissed me off. Right. I'm sorry. So yes, once you add in that extra chapter, you add a whopping forty five minutes onto your total play time. Um I don't know, it just felt like they 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 broke it. Um, Cousin says I hated the no weapon challenge in Judgment. That might have been the other one. Uh, even if you found pistols, the games would only let you carry. Yeah, one. they limited yeah. your. You could only carry two weapons this time, which sucked. Because yeah. obviously, uh, all the other Gears War games, you have two main weapons: a pistol and a grenade. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think I think you could still have grenades, but you could only have two weapons now, like Halo style. Yep. Basically. Yep. So you completely made pistols pointless. Basically, you just didn't. You didn't just didn't have a pistol. <laughs> yep. It would only let you carry one pistol um, and then one other weapon. Um, but uh, so, yeah, so there were some D de- again, it's not, it's not a, a completely underrated game, although people really didn't like it. Um, yeah. That, that's people the really, overall yeah. impressions I got. Uh, um, I'm, I'm lukewarm on it. I, I, I was, I'm happy it exists. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of fun, and I now have it for free. I had it before, but yeah. sorry, the uh, DLC pack was called 
Do, 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 do. Not Dreadnought. No, 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 no. It was called, maybe t Call to Arms? That I don't know. That sounds familiar. Yeah, it contains, matter, no, it? not new multiplayer maps. Huh, there was something in there. <laughs> um, but I just remember, I remember the DLC was bullshit, and I was mad that I had to buy it. Mm. But either way, um, it was an okay game. <laughs> it's about, it, was a, it was a good effort, I thought, for just trying, just trying things new. Um, did you want to touch the multiplayer as well for this game? Yeah, let's talk about the multiplayer. I mean, they, they kept with, again, this, again, it felt very back to base. It felt very Gears of War, but they yeah. did have a, they, Horde mode was non-existent, which was a massive mistake. Yeah, was that was another mistake was getting rid of Horde mode. Although I do think that was a developer choice. Yeah, it was. Yeah, they, they said, yeah. So they chose but to do that. What they put there instead was this kind of like defend the blocked hole game <laughs> we like to call it plug the drain i don't know yeah. what you call it in your neck of the woods but... well that, that's, that's the title on, on my game yeah like, plug the drain was an old college game we used to play no, um but uh anyway so basically this was basically because uh like it, it's quite interesting the series where they have these emergence holes where the locusts crawl out of them and um you basically have to defend um the hole quite literally um, defend the hole <laughs> um which was being attacked by the oncoming locust horde so it's kind of like horde mode but it wasn't as fun at all because it was so hard because um right just a, li just a little bit of damage would because it had like a big health bar and it would just be sick so quickly um and nobody I, I, likes to defend a, no. like an escort mission it was the the hole is your escort mission pretty much it was yeah. a it was a horde mode mixed with that escort mission and it didn't work well it was so hard as well, even with even with four people like coping it. Fortunately, nobody who plays. Um, uh, oh yeah, that was another thing. Yeah, you couldn't. Uh, you weren't downed. You just died. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was another thing that I thought was pretty big. Um, but uh, okay, uh, they had special abilities this time as well. Like you could throw like the health yep. grenade and stuff. Yep. Yep, they had a special ability. Uh, it was kind of class based, but I don't know if I would weapon, call it yeah, that. Armor, but... uh, bleh, ammo, like thing. A bit like Battlefield. That's what it reminded me of. <laughs> so... Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Um, and uh, the plus side was not a lot of people like to play the game. <laughs> but the problem was, was the people who did uh, were dicks uh there is a uh there is one hybrid that you couldn't do before that they did a lot now um or if you could do it before i didn't see it too often mm -hmm. was that you could spawn with a shotgun and a sniper rifle wow i didn't know that a pain in the ass combo to deal with <laughs> and i suck at snipering a lot in gears <laughs> so yeah um not too good at it in metal gear either as you'll see but uh but yeah, um, I don't know. Uh, I, I the multiplayer fell flat on its face, and it didn't give us anything. Overrun, I think, is the uh, the emergence hole thing, which is an appropriate name for it. Yeah, <laughs> um, and it's just it just was just terrible. I don't know. I again didn't really care for for the multiplayer component here. So I guess in hindsight, I can see why it didn't have a whole lot to offer, but now that it's down to like 15, 20 bucks, it's it was so free on games for gold. Find, yeah. 
It's not a throwaway. I think it would have actually been quite successful had they done a digital only release at mm. 1999. Yeah. You know, or even sold it for 14.99 for the single player, 14.99 for the multiplayer and seen how it sold. Mm-hmm. Doing some experiments or something, which they didn't do, but you know, hey, I do think everybody was expecting very little from this game when it was revealed that it was going to be a retail game and that is yeah people went on board with this from the get-go well and that's a microsoft choice that they're the publisher that's Mm -hmm. not a people can fly choice so that is something to mention is that you know scope can be very important people can fly are not epic (laughs) um although many people come out and say hey the original epic gears of war team was like 25 people so touche yeah. 25 people 10 million bucks they made a fucking hell of a game um, not gonna lie cliff deserves that ferrari but <laughs> yeah, <love> yeah. <laughs> so um so yeah so uh jam was there anything else you wanted to say about gears of war judgment it, 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 it almost sounds like we're being overly negative about the game but i i just yeah i always i always respect a developer when they try to do something different because I kind of get the impression that even if they did play it safe and do exactly if the same they as redid Gears Three, Gears 3 uh, we'd be saying the same thing. If pretty not much, worse. Yeah. we're saying it more of the same. I, I respect the effort a lot, uh, and I, I still enjoy this game. I think, uh, I think, you know, especially with you know, these days, this game is so easy to find. It's so cheap as well. It's worth a visit if you're a Gears fan. Absolutely. Well, yeah, the market has brought it down, and again, yeah. the thing with me is the scope of the project doesn't match the price point they asked for. Mm. And I don't care what people say. The The price you pay for a game absolutely matters, in my opinion. Yeah, in my the opinion. The retail too, yeah. price of a game absolutely matters. So if you and I want to talk about whether or not Gears of War Judgment is worth $60, that's one conversation. And if we want to talk about if it's worth what it costs now, 15 to 20 that's a completely different conversation. So, um, you know, that being said... Uh, yeah, I, I apologize if it does sound we're being negative on it. In the grand scope, we're trying to show off what that game looks like in a macro level. But when you just break it down for what I believe Jam and I bought it for. Jam, did you buy it for this too? Which was, okay, let's play through this new campaign with this new style mm-hmm. and see how it fits with us. And I think in that regard, it was completely tolerable. I played yeah. it alone and had a blast. Yeah, I did, yeah. Okay, so maybe that's significant too. It's probably the it's only Gears mode, game yeah. that I very much enjoyed playing single player. Mm-hmm. I agree. So, I don't know. Maybe that's why people didn't like it too. You could bring <laughs> yeah. your buddies along. Uh, game got too fucking easy or stupid. <laughs> but, uh, and then we come to where we're at right now. So, HD. The, <laughs> yes, we have the Gears of War Ultimate Edition. Jam, if you had an Xbox One in your possession right now, would you pay thirty nine ninety nine to get this game? Probably Me not. neither. <laughs> Me neither. I will not be buying Gears. It came out just at a just a fucking terrible time. Yeah. Too. I can't lie. A week before Metal Gear Solid Five, yep. and I, I guess Mad Max, but I, Metal Gear Solid Five. No, I'm. I bought Mad Max, oh, really? but uh, yeah, oh, you got a PC, didn't yeah, you? I did. Yeah, yes, that. I did. Fifteen bu- or twenty bucks. That's yes. a great price, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, well uh, I wouldn't say that too soon. <laughs> we don't know yet. Yeah, we don't know. But yet. anyway, the point being is, uh, I don't know. I I get the value of what this is. This is Black Tusk. Now, do you remember what Black Tusk became? What their new name is? Uh, I'm trying to think. The the coalition is that what they turn their name? Oh to? yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, the coalition. Okay, excellent. Uh, the coalition. 
Um, this was them getting their chops at uh, how to play um, or how to make a Gears game, right? And see mm-hmm. if they could pull it off. And from what I played in the multiplayer beta, which was not the part of the game I wanted to play, but the changes aren't significant enough for me to justify doing that, especially when I can now pop Gears of War into both my 360 and my Xbox One, and it plays just fine. Mm-hmm. It works just fine. Um, Microsoft kind of shot itself in the foot with allowing the backwards compatibility and doing this, but right, do, I don't think they win no matter what they do, mm. right? Because if they blocked back compat, what do you? What would you be saying? I would be highly critical. Would you be? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, definitely. Um, because then you're like, well, they're forcing us to buy it. Actually, I think it's a great vote of confidence that they didn't do that. Right, sacrificing the sales. Um, part of me thinks, though, that realistically speaking, I think the same is true of three four three industries with Halo Anniversary. You notice they did that too. Yeah, and they really didn't. They were part of, but they really weren't the heavy part of Halo Anniversary two. So because they decided to do the Master Chief Collection, sure, whatever. But Microsoft's new pedigree is when we bring in a new studio to hand off these these things to. We should point out that. Epic sold Years of War's properties to Microsoft. Cliff Blazinski has since left the company. Um, A decent number of people have left Epic, but Epic is still a strong existing team Mm -hmm. uh, with a new game, Fortnite, coming out soon. Um, Rod Ferguson, another high up at Epic, has now moved over to Microsoft. Um, And I believe he's at Coalition, but he might just be at Microsoft proper. But either way... Um, so that's kind of where the development side has moved to at this point when this comes out. But what I think they were going to do is Microsoft was going to have them reprogram Gears anyway. So why not throw it out as a packaged product and uh, try to make some money off of it, right? Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Oh, no, the buzz is back, but we're at oh, the end of the show. Right. So we're okay. <laughs> um, So I hope you guys don't go nuts, and hopefully it'll go away for a sec. But um Oh, there it goes. Um, but, Do you think uh, this is the last sort of HD thing we'll see from Microsoft because of the whole backwards comp- compatibility thing now? Or do you think we're first party, more? probably. Yeah. First party, I'm guessing so. Um, just given what's going on right now and the fact that Microsoft hasn't been huge on HD remakes anyway. Mm. Halo Anniversary, you can almost justify. And Gears, especially with them throwing in the other games... It almost feels like, again, it they had to recoup the money. Gears 1 remaking it was probably a necessary... Like, look how well it worked for 343 when they made Halo 4. Mm. I mean, I don't know about you, but I thought Halo 4 looked and felt like a Halo game. Yeah, yeah I agree. Regardless of whether you liked it or not. Um, <laughs> you know, and so I think the same is true. I think that worked very well for them, and it, it allowed 343 to create where they are now. And I think the same could be true of the coalition with Gears. And so mm-hmm. I do think it was a necessary development cycle. And I think this they're just releasing the product, right? Again, if they didn't, they lose either way. Because if they didn't, we'd all be bitching about, why don't they just release it, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we would want it for four ninety nine or for free. <laughs> so, again, I think the market will smooth that out and mm-hmm. kind of break that down. But we will, sh- we will see. Um, <laughs> and Captain Chaos is getting ready. Okay. Um, and then of course Gears Four is coming now. Jam, did you get to see the Gears Four trailer? Okay, mm-hmm. or not trailer demo? Well, the, yeah, demo. the demo. Whatever. What how were you your call thoughts? It? Uh, I, I I wasn't like massively hyped for it because it feels a very it feels very different at the moment. 
Like they were kind of um, again, it was going as two people only this time, so I always felt like again another step back, maybe. So yeah, it it all feels like it's going straight back to the roots. Gears, yeah, yeah. It absolutely. kind of pretends the other ones didn't exist, not from a story standpoint, no, but from no. a development standpoint. Yeah, um, I'm curious. I mean, it's like you said, right? What do you the think beginning. of the Castlevania esque feel of the? It's kind of horror <laughs> based, which was very yeah. similar to the. You can go online on YouTube and see the GDC demo of Gears when mm. it first showed, and it was very similar. I'm kind of hoping that that kind of gets ironed out and it isn't kind of, you know, you're about you just mashing a button to get the damn werewolf to stop <laughs> eating it. <laughs> so, but what if they did make it a horror game? What would you think? I wouldn't, I wouldn't say no. I mean, because okay. obviously I'm, you know, I'm a fan of the Resident Evil series. Um, it would well, feel and very... look at Castlevania Lords of Shadow. Can't God. go wrong, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played the second one. I did like the first one, though. Um, oh, you might like the second one if you like the first one. Somewhere Fortingard is twitching. He's like, someone talking shit on Lords of Shadow again? Yeah, yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his, his senses are tingling. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I I guess we'll see, right? Yeah. Um, I think next year we will finally get I'm to see a good demo. Also, we'll see. We need to see more, basically. That game's not till holiday 2017 anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not worried about it. Or no, wait, did they announce it's holiday 2016? It might be a year and a half away. Yeah, I think I think it's definitely at least 2016, late, late, okay. you know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so we shall see what the future holds. But if you mm-hmm. want to check it out, the Ultimate Edition is available on Xbox One. We'll be coming to PC Windows 10 soon. Benefit of the Xbox One version is, depending on the version you buy, you can look up this. You get Gears 1, 2, 3, and Judgment, uh, the Xbox 360 versions, ready to rock digitally for when backwards compatibility comes out. Or if you're in the preview program, at least Gears 1 works. I don't believe 2 or 3 or Judgment have been brought on board yet in the preview program. But preview program just kind of shows how it works. It doesn't have a lot of the stuff, including DLC involved, which is going to be an important part of that. Um, What I can say, though, is you can buy Gears 1, 2, 3 and judgment as a bundle at any GameStop, and i'm yeah, sure game over in europe for like 20 bucks all of them together so keep that in mind you're not mm-hmm. exactly getting some great deal unless you're planning to buy them and don't own them already it's um, it's just a bonus if you don't happen to own them and you're you know you're playing getting the game anyway don't i wouldn't buy the game for those games so yes exactly so um anything you want to say as we wrap up with gears of war um yeah didn't you didn't you have an announcement i did i just want to make sure we were closing the book oh no no i'm good go go play gears of war again so that's yeah that's gears of war this is kind of something jam and i talked about we had some fun uh kind of talking back and forth this episode and also recently talking about the metal gear games so we were thinking we would kind of do this sometimes with series that there's there's not a real big development story with gears of war Mm -hmm. i also think i might have the bonus disc for Gears of War 1 Sweet. that has the making of. So I'll try to get that documentary. And while I'm in PAX, guys, just so you know, I am got I got a bunch of those documentaries I just need to upload to YouTube and I can start pushing them out live. So hopefully while I'm at PAX, I can just push those live so there's content going live on the site, even though I can't watch it. Um, so watch for that. The Metal Gear Solid 4 documentary will definitely be going live either the day I return or a day while I'm at PAX. Um, and so will the working design stuff and whatnot. Anyway, yes, real quick. Uh, next week is our game club, Metal Gear Solid 3. Snake Eater. <laughs> so watch through that and by Thursday, um, 
by Thursday night, I will have every single video up, so you will be able to watch the entirety of that if you, you so have desire. To play it yourself. <laughs> yes, without having to play it. It will be about ten hours of content, though. Um, Jam, it's looking like it's probably going to take me fifteen hours while watching all the cutscenes to beat this game. Wow! Because uh, I'm right now at twelve, and uh, I'm pretty near the end. Uh, but anyway, um, I'm post C three, if that gives away anything. But. Uh, uh, all right, so a couple quick announcements. First and foremost, coming right up after this is a we've had a little bit of change over at All Games, so is a very special episode. It's going to be the 100th episode of Agents of Shield Cast with Mr. Andy from mm-hmm. 42 Level One, our sponsor for this week's show, and of course, I do a little uh, non-retro podcast with four great guys. Well. Three to four great guys, depends on the week, which are uh, Chip, uh, Eli, um, Chris, and Ryan, and occasionally uh, Jeff, but he hasn't joined us in a long time, called the B-Team Podcast. We uh, are taking over the Tuesday night time slot, so if you want to come join us at All Games, we're at allgames.com, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, every Tuesday night, taking over that time slot, and it means I'm doing double duty, so if you want to get four to five hours of fred in one day god help you and it is possible <laughs> and because you before you get your fred fix make sure to well, try but on the drive home from work uh, check out 42 level one before before the game history on them absolutely because they will definitely put a good taste in your mouth when you have to digest all of this <laughs> me ranting about bullshit stuff <laughs> but anyway all right well until next week you can check us out at gaminghistory101.com where it's metal gear week and uh We will see you guys later. Peace out.